Ramble Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 420, Dude, Where's Our Goals? Yeah, that's a very, very, very good question. It's fucking embarrassing! Honestly, not, not scoring against Nashville is not really that embarrassing, but it's the fact that it's two games in a row now. You are correct. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Nashville came in and came out to a 0-0 draw, which I guess the best thing you could say if we didn't lose. Um, so let's get into this one. Uh, do you have the tweets handy? Yeah, just, just a few. Just just a few here and there. Uh, Jeremiah, welcome back, buddy. Welcome back to hell. Glad you're joining us. At Red Coach J says, some def- decent performances. Reyes and Harper both looked very good. Defensively, we look solid, and we attack with a tent, but it's just not there. Spacing is weird. No understanding between guys. Players expected to shoulder the attack. Morgan, Lukinia seem off somehow. Uh, Dan Gold at MSU Guy Don said, SORB, same old Red Bulls, no goals in two matches, lose at home. Not the good news they didn't lose at home, but it feels like a loss when you yeah. go out there and you freeze your ass off and you can't score a goddamn goal. I don't care who you're playing. Um, and then at Ruchesco said, wasn't loving the 4-4-2. Felt almost sorry for Barlow being subbed off for Burke ahead of Elias Manhole. If that was meant to be a dance-off for who should partner Van Zier, Barlow may have edged it. I'm, I'm hoping that Manhole was an autocorrect error. Uh, I, I just, yeah. It's in there. I'm saying it. Yeah. I am Ron Burgundy, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get into this one with our likes and dislikes. So Truman, you can go first. What did you dislike about the most? What did you like the, the most about this match? <laughs> I think I think the part that drove me crazy the most is that at halftime, uh, I tweeted out the Red Bulls are the definition of insanity because that's exactly what they are. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And by halftime... Uh, I didn't feel like they had a chance of scoring with 45 minutes left in the game. I just, I didn't see how they were going to do it because it just looked bad. Um, they, they just, they had nothing going and I just didn't see where the goal was going to come from. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be my dislike. Um, I'm going to focus though on the VAR decision not to award a penalty in the first half. I, I think it was a PK. Maybe it's borderline. I don't know. But I was listening to the Red Bull uh, radio broadcast via MLS, which we'll get to later. Um, but they said something I thought it was very good that basically after a certain amount of time, you should just let the referee look at it. I feel like if it takes the VAR more than 60 seconds to say yes or no, it should then be up to the referee to go look at the monitor. 
Because it's okay. waiting like three, four minutes of the referee standing in the middle of the box with his hand, one hand on his earpiece and his hand up saying, stop, don't do anything. I mean, come on. Just, I mean, how hard is it really to just have him jog the 50 yards, take a take a quick look, make a decision, and drive the 50 yards back? Right. When, I mean, it's, it's an important part of the game. Yeah. Again, as you and I both know, not the reason why they didn't score. No, 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 absolutely not the reason we didn't score. But my, and I'm not even talking about whether or not that should actually be a penalty. I'm just focused on the fact that it took fucking four minutes and didn't have the referee go. It was just, he just stood there in the penalty box, just waiting for the other ref to tell him what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I've watched a lot of it, but the now third incarnation of the XFL. <laughs> I did watch. A few minutes one day, and I happened to watch during a booth review. And what I will say, and I, and rugby, actually, fall sports rugby does a good job of this too. The transparency of calls is amazing. Um, in the XFL, what they're doing is um, Dean Blandino, who I guess I thought was the Fox referee uh, the fox guy they brought in the rules analyst yep um he apparently was working with the league to start to set up their video review system he has cameras in the review booth with him and whenever he is doing a review you hear what he is saying to the referee and you hear what the referee is saying to him there is no reason for that tv broadcast to not or for that not to be available during games i mean more transparency on calls is only a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there's unfortunately a lot of abuse of referees, right? Like, so on this podcast, I tend to you especially against referees, yep. but I don't. But I, I'd like to think, and I may be wrong, but I like to think that mine comes from a point of view of application of rules, like more of a actual logical view, where those people just flat out abuse referees. I feel like that abuse of referees would dwindle dramatically if the majority of people were able to see in real time what the thought processes were. Like, for example, the the handball in the Orlando game, the, the VAR check, the guy's like, oh, yeah, he was making his arm, making himself bigger, therefore it has to be a penalty. Do you think any of us would have complained in real time? No. Yeah, as long as you find out what the reason is, it's, it's whatever, yeah. it's fine. And it's like, all right, well, I may not agree with the rule, but it is the rule, so at least I'll accept it. Yeah. I feel like that would be an improvement and something that would, the league would benefit from. It's never going to happen because it's no, soccer, but not, no. right. it would be amazing. <clears throat> All right. Um, our likes of the game. Uh, I'm, I, honestly, I can't even like the fact that our new, new DP played because I feel like he should have played more. Um, I'll go with what I saw from the, the pregame the quote red carpet walk uh, for the players. I can't, from what I saw, I hope they continue to do that all year. Um, uh, no, 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 that that's no? not happening. No, the, the devils. I mean, devils did it for their first game of the year too. You don't just keep doing that. I mean, to, to have the players get off a bus and walk into the stadium through a tunnel of fans. I mean, come on, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It's not bad news. Not going to happen. It would be nice. But I thought sure, that was a cool be. thing. 
right. What, what did you like about the game? A defense. Again, defense is solid. That's that's the part so far you don't have to worry about is they're playing great. They're keeping the Red Bulls in every game um, when they don't score. So if they play like that all year, I think I say this every goddamn week and I prove to not be right every time, but you win more games than you lose when you play defense like that. Zero goals given up in the run of play through 180 yeah. minutes. Yep. But yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, any afterthoughts for this one? The only other thing I'll add is that the field didn't seem great. I think maybe it was because of the weather. Um, I know it was really crappy, and I think what sleeting, freezing rain up in that area earlier in the day. Um, and it, it there was patches of like bad field that I think some of the players were slipping on. Yeah, I, I feel like it, I thought it was overwatered in areas, and I'm guessing based on the fact that, like you said, it was raining freezing rain that day like that would just have exacerbated whatever they did in terms of watering the field right before the game started yeah and it's the one thing you know the red bulls um take pride in is that field yeah so i don't think it's probably our cat's an idiot sorry everybody i had to i had to just jump in there my cat's a moron uh anyway i don't think it's going to happen again it's just bad circumstances bad weather and you saw a lot of slipping and sliding out there yeah, I don't think it's going to be a consistent thing. It's probably just, like you said, a one-off. Yeah. Um, so for my afterthought, the um, TV presentation this week, I feel like the video is better. Uh, I didn't see any cutouts, which is good. Um, I did like having the Red Bulls radio guys available. Uh, I did not flip back and forth during the game, so I don't know how the um, – whatever everyone called the league um, – broadcast team was it was it was fine it's fine it's was it was it it better than last week at least yeah i mean it i don't have any complaints it's not it's not something to get crazy about but it's it's a completely fine broadcast that is the word i have to use i I will say i think they did a good job syncing up the audio for the red the red bull radio guys yeah which is which is tough for taking multiple audio streams trying to sync them all up to the roughly same point in time but i think they did a pretty good job so I just wish that that feature was now available for the away sides, but oh well. Yeah, maybe next year. Maybe. All right. Um, so, as we talked about last week, we're debuting or debuted the Red Bull uh, Fan Pain Index, which got to mention. So, I got two, there were two tweets about the um, actual index. One, uh, Let's see, hold on. Scams and flams at Scan Harbor said, uh, "Incredibly weird pain index." Right. Which I guess he <laughs> he was probably not one of the people that responded to the to the initial one asking for input. Uh, the next was annoying Niles at. I can't even. I'm not even sure I just pronounce his name. Whatever. Arthur. Uh, sure. Uh, he said, "At least pretend you like the team." I mean, come on, we've been fucking talking about this since Bloody. 2011. I mean, dude, first of all, I've been watching this team since fucking 96, and I'm still you watching have. it. I've been watching since 2010, but either way, we've been talking about this team since 2011. I mean, it's you, you don't sit here doing this for this is now the 12th year if you if you're not into the team, and we're not and we're not really getting paid. Like there's Patreon, but it's not a lot. It's like it's, it's covering a day job so worth of salary. So right. Anyway, uh, so we had 70 people respond to the pain index for uh, week number two. 
Uh, great, I love that. If, if you guys, I'm gonna just just if you see it for next week, just please share it. I want to get more opinions on where we're at every week. Um, all right. So the drum roll for the number. Hold on. Hold on. There's got to be a drum roll in here somewhere. That took too long. No one cares. Everyone turned out. Seriously. There's no drum roll in my (laughs) stupid sound thing. Uh, Get to work next week. That's weird. Oh, there's a rim shot, but no drum roll. That's weird. Okay. Anyway. uh, I I didn't do it in average, but right now we have 31.4% of people are at a pain level three which mm-hmm. was RBMY attendance is criticized, which I feel like was perfect for this match. So right, it was. It was. <laughs> uh, next up at 17.1% is a pain level of one, which is draw snatched from the jaws of victory, which eh, I kind of, kind of get it. And uh, coming in third and I'll stop here is a pain level of four, a first round playoff exit. Which, yeah, not that painful. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll come up with the average later, but what let's do us let's let's do our pain average or pain indexes so what is your pain level right now i think it was a it was like a a, between a one and a two i i personally would say a two um because nashville is a good team it's it's not like it's not like there's a a bad team like dc that came in and and got a zero zero right so all right uh prediction contest so truman First one on the board with one point for getting the draw, but nobody got the score line. Uh, and so I mean, that means obviously thinking they were going to score a goal each, you know, crazy, crazy thinking right there. I I was halfway there. I said we wouldn't score a goal. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> I and it was a um, Alex Mawil hairline offside call that stopped me from being completely right. But that was offside. It was. It was very close, but it was offside. All right. Uh, next up for the Red Bulls, they will travel to Minnesota, take on United. Uh, that match is Saturday, March 11th. 8.30 p.m. starts to kick off. 8.39 is actual kickoff. I'm not sure if this is on MLS season pass for free. I just left it in the agenda, but I I haven't heard if it's going to be a free game this week. Um, If anybody is wondering why 8.30, because... It's 7.30 local time for Minnesota, and that's how they're scheduling things. And a PSA for those uh, outside the U.S. This weekend is daylight savings time starting. It is. Yeah, Sunday morning, 2 a.m. But the reason I'm putting the announcement out there is because that means for at least a few weeks, those of you outside the U.S., your time differences will be a little screwed up. So just remember that going forward. Uh, Minnesota comes into this game having only played once. I think they were supposed to play at Portland week one, and that's the game that got snowed out. Uh, they won their game, uh, so they have obviously a 1-0-0 record. One goal scored, zero against. Uh, actually, who did they play? I didn't even check to see who they played. Uh, they beat Dallas. It's respectable. Yeah. So, uh, Truman, your thoughts. What do you think is going to happen to uh, the Rebels when they visit Minnesota? Well, I bet it's going to be cold. And I bet it's going to be miserable. And I think they're going to lose one nothing. 
because again, I think the defense is going to play lights out, and I think we're just going to get cursed with some one shitty goal that they can't recover from, because that's what this team do. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're going to score. Um, it just feels like we're going to go 270 minutes without a goal. <laughs> um, yep. I I think I, I don't want to copy you, but I think I have to this this game just because of my gut feeling saying we're not going to give up that many goals. Um, but we're obviously not going to score, so I think I'm going to be on the same page as you and say one nothing loss. It just it, no confidence, no confidence. Yep. Give us something to be confident about, but until then, I can't do it. Yeah. So funny thing, I, I mentioned this in the in our Facebook chat, uh, but my wife during the national game said to me, uh, you guys, meaning us, the podcast, hopefully you guys didn't hear my cat just now. She's very loud. Um, she said, we need to have more of a Ted Lasso po- or positive energy on this podcast. And this was 15 minutes of the game. And I said, well, they need to play better first. Right. Give us something <laughs> to be positive about. And you know me, I'll be positive about this team. I'm usually the guy that, that stays pretty pretty you know pumped about this team but yeah you gotta get a reason for it first exactly all right uh any other thoughts on minnesota cold very cold cold okay yeah, yeah fair very enough cold. big mall <laughs> underground you know i'm kind of surprised their stadium's not indoors well you, you think, think it's, a, it's a late winter to fall early sport. winter right it's like the twins you know they're not they're not a winter team so if they're a winter team yeah i probably could see that happening but they're not yeah it's not like the vikings they play december january right uh, all right with that it's time to move on to the dumping ground i'm the trash man all right so there's one thing i have uh and that's uh something that i saw today it was an interview that aaron long did with uh the podcast voices of the black and gold unfortunately i never have a chance to get the actual audio so what I'm reading is a transcription of parts of his interview uh, where he compares playing for the Red Bulls versus playing for LAFC. <clears throat> All right. And there's some uh, what I think is pretty damning stuff in here. So we'll talk about it. <clears throat> uh, the first excerpt, uh, first and foremost, Red Bull. <clears throat> sorry. Red Bull is a pressing club throughout and through. This is the identity of the club. So when you get go into a game as a Red Bull player, you know that you're going to be high-pressing the whole game. There's no plan B in a lot of those moments. Well, you could, you could end the conversation right there because it's something we've all been talking about for years. For years. Now. There is that no that dates back to Jesse work. Marsh. Yeah. So the, the fact that a player says it is extremely frustrating. Yeah. Um, okay skip the rest of this uh this one is more about leadership okay uh there's a ton of help you don't have to ask for it at a club like lafc yeah as you said vela uh, cellini there's so many older guys uh in certain moments where i would catch myself feeling like i had to step up or have to say something or have to lead by example there are not these moments you can act very naturally there are plenty of older guys extremely professional players here and it just kind of breeds a culture of professionalism and there's a ton of leadership, like I said. So just filling in and finding my role. When I need to say something, I will, but not having to force anything or not having to be the guy that's always yelling at young guys or getting on players because there's such a good port of leaders here. 
So he doesn't want to be the man anymore. That's what he's saying. <laughs> or he's not forced to be the man because another thing we've said over and over again is going youth only is not good. You need to have a mix of youth and leadership and veteran leadership. And that's exactly what I think he's trying to say mm-hmm. is there wasn't that veteran presence that allowed him to take a step back. And so he was as a captain having to be the guy all the time. And you can't be. It just doesn't work. Right. Uh, so this is the the continuation of that excerpt. Uh, I don't know if it is taking some stress off me, but it allows me to feel a little bit freer when I catch myself thinking maybe I should say something. And another guy jumps in and says something about it. Oh, my God, take a deep breath. Great. That's taken care of. I don't need to worry about it. That's not going to be my job. That's another guy stepping in there. Like I said, the leadership core here is very strong. There are so many guys here. You can go down the list. Kellen Acosta, they're all over the name. We are very lucky. Core. That's the thing. There's not really a core with the Red Bulls. Right. You don't have the core four. Yeah. I mean, the longest serving player on our roster, if I if I remember correctly, is Christian Caceres Jr. at this point. And he's never really been a leader on the field, at least not the way you would think of for a captain. Right. There's a reason Sean there's a reason Sean Nealis is the captain. Despite playing one year with the team. Mm-hmm. Or two. I don't know whatever it is, but starting for one year. So I I, I think it's pr- kind of damning of the culture here for this interview to say there's no plan B yep. in the game plan. Right. That's the that, worst part, I think. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's been clear. It's been clear for years, but it's to hear, like you said, to hear a player say it. Yeah. And two, for him to say, it's nice having veteran leadership around me, so I don't have to be the guy all the time. Which to me means like he was my captain and left on an island to do what he thinks he needs to do, and that doesn't work. Right. So, yeah. We got a hell of a stadium though. Hell of a stadium. <clears throat> yep. All all these new stadiums can thank us for being the, the groundbreaker in that one. That's right. All right. You have anything else for dumping ground? You know I do. Formula One kicked off in oh, Bahrain right. last weekend. Uh, Red Bulls qualified 1-2, and they finished 1-2. So Max Verstappen won, and Checo Perez finished second. Great way to start the, the series. Uh Ferrari, of course, had a breakdown in one of their vehicles. So it's just it's the same old, same old. But it feels good uh, off this weekend and then back on the 17th or the 19th in Saudi Arabia will be the next race. So Red Bull okay. did something right this weekend. There you go. All right. Uh, is that it for dumping ground? Yes. Then it's time for Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. Gee, I can't believe you haven't deduced who the Terrible Team of the Week is. I am honestly I didn't pay much attention to the the scores. Um I think New York City FC won, so I can't think it's them. Uh they drew. Is it DC uh, somehow? No. Nope. You you're missing the bigger picture here, bud. Cuz the Red Bull Oh, oh Man United, of course, Man happened United. again. And there's nothing better than seeing team I hate get destroyed 7 nothing by Liverpool. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, the best part was it was one nothing at the half, 
and when they were coming out, all the announcers could talk about how the manager for Manchester United always has a great plan. He's like, he's, he makes great strategies at the half. I'm sure he has an adjustment, and then they gave up six goals. Everybody has a great plan until they get punched in the mouth. Over and over and over again, repeatedly punched <laughs> in the mouth. Um, worst defeat in Manchester United's Premier League history. So that's better. I don't know what There's, that was, but I liked it. That was <laughs> Retro Games Board, and it says game over. That was something. I was hoping for... <laughs> no, it's, this is all um, generic. We're not going to have Pac-Man sounds on here. Damn. How about... <gasps> oh, that's not what I was thinking. Yeah, that too. Or... Okay, now nah, that's you lose, but that's... Those are terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, you got them right, Charles Barkley. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to discuss? Nope. All right. You can visit us. Oh, oh. Actually, yeah. Before I forget. So season has not started yet, but uh, Gotham FC's season starts uh, the weekend of March twenty fifth, twenty sixth. So in two weeks, we will have on with us. Uh, I'm not sure if it's one or both, but uh, hosts from the Soccer Over Gotham podcast. We're going to talk about Gotham FC, get uh, some actual coverage for them, because the most we've ever done before was really just scores. Yeah. So we'll get some uh, people that know what they're talking about on the show and get you guys some information on them. And if you, you know, check them out because they play at Red Bull Arena. So I don't know. Hopefully they schedule a a doubleheader with, you know, a day night doubleheader. Um, Gotham FC in the, in the afternoon, Red Bulls at night. I think that'd be a cool little thing to do. You'd have to move a lot of stuff because of season tickets and everything. That'd be the big, you know, you'd have to kick everyone out, bring everyone back in. That's the tough part of that. Yeah. But I mean, there's not a lot of season tickets for Gotham. Not as well. I mean, I mean, there are, but not as much as the Red Bulls. Yeah, but if two people have the same, you know, midfield uh, true, seats. True, true. Somebody, somebody's going to have it for one team but not the other. That's what you're getting right. at. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking. <laughs> yep. All right, but anyway, yeah, it's in two weeks we're going to have them on to talk Gotham SC. Uh, all right, so let's wrap this one up. Patreon.com slash RebelRant. $1 a month gets you exclusive content, such as a monthly wrap-up, live post game, anything we decide to do. Red Bull rent at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, if you want to leave us a voicemail, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull rant on Twitter at Red Bull rant for the show at Doc the Stooge for myself at the Truman for Truman on Mastodon at Red Bull rant at mstdn.social. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. I think the Red Bull should go to the Mall of America, ride that crazy roller coaster, launch off the roller coaster onto the field in uniform, come out there and win. Uh, Yeah, I'm all for that. All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 420 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. 
see ya.